This episode is sponsored by Bombas, the sock company with the mission to be better. Because when you buy a pair, they give a pair to someone in need. Listen later for a code that will get you 20% off your first purchase. A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Hey guys, welcome back to Swiftish. This is Shelby. And this is Ashley. And we're excited because we have a very special guest from, well, all over the world, I guess, at this point. But we're joined by Jemima Skelly. Hi. Hi. Hey. We are so excited to have you over, um, especially. <laughs> I, I might just be uh, speechless throughout the whole episode because I love your accent. I am dying <laughs> already. And you've just said hi. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it's great. She's from Australia. She's in Italy right now. She just got off of a US road trip, which is delightful. And you've done like the um I'm clearly obsessed with you and your YouTube channel, but you did the release week in New York and then you came back for her SNL appearance, which you camped on the street for four days. Oh, only two days. Oh, okay. Only. Two days. Two days. Only yeah, it wasn't two days. Like- yeah, like people who <laughs> no. went to see Harry Styles and BTS, like they were there uh-huh. for four days. But Taylor, oh, okay. we're like a little bit less insane. Just <laughs> did you yeah. get pizza? Did you get pizza from Taylor? Yes, you- I did. Oh. It was amazing. She was feeding oh, your soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and you have been a just to give our listeners a taste how what is your taylor swift story like when did you become a stan um all the details there so i first started listening to taylor um, i was 16 i think so i'm pretty sure it was 2007 or 2008 um my friend and I just found her music on MySpace. Like we used to just like sit around playing around (laughs) on the MySpace um, music feature and we found her music and we were like, oh, this is pretty good. Um, And then kind of downloaded all of her music off LimeWire. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah, LimeWire days. (laughs) Back in the day. Legal. Honestly, I I don't even know. I don't know if her album was even on like the Australian iTunes at that point. Like this was just her first debut album. So, I mean, I probably didn't look, I probably just went straight for the free recording. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, so fell in love with her then. And then like was a full on stand when Fearless came out. Mm -hmm. She actually came and performed in Australia before the Fearless tour. She kind of did a few dates here. um, And I saw her, it was amazing. I saw her in a room with like 300 other people because it was before Um, I think the tickets went on sale before Love Story came out, so she had just started to blow up. Um, So that was absolutely amazing. And then, yeah, kind of loved her ever since, but never really got into the whole, like, (laughs) online stan community. I just sort of, you know, loved her from afar and then started following a few people on Twitter, um, I think probably between Red and 1989, and then um, just really leaned into it. And in the past couple of years, <laughs> I've turned into a full-on crazy stan. <laughs> well, we welcome. welcome there. Yeah. We both, both Shelby and I just recently joined like the Twitter stan within the past two mm-hmm. or three years. So it's definitely a lot to take in. And sometimes <laughs> I have to take breaks from it. So, you know, we oh, all. Yeah. It's a lot. Well, what we do for Taylor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And you got to meet Taylor on the Reputation Tour. Oh, 
I did, yes. Literally exactly one year ago today, oh as, as fate would have it, yes. um, I got to go into <laughs> rep room before the show and got to meet her and, oh, my gosh, it was amazing as – yeah, as I'm did sure you, you did you tweet something was... online that said like think about the place where we first met with a picture of you two? Because I feel like that's <laughs> the like iconic picture that all Swifties are sharing on their anniversary. The picture of Taylor and them in rep room, <laughs> secret sessions with that that little lyric. Think about the place yeah. we first met. Did you do that? Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I just tweeted it with a bunch of like crying emojis being like, oh my God, one year. But yeah. I wish I'd had the foresight. <laughs> no, yeah. I like yours. Yours is very original. Yeah, well, I can't believe it's only been one year since she was on tour. That's very uh, crazy to me. Yeah. November. Yeah, I feel like a lot has happened. Yeah. A year ago, we were still in the reputation era. I know. We still yeah. thought that we had like at least another year to go before we had a new album. And <laughs> then all so of a sudden. Crazy. So you met yeah. Taylor. How did that mm-hmm. come about? So I got invited to meet her before the Sydney show. I got an email from Tree, her publicist, um, saying like, hey, do you want to um, come backstage and meet her? And I still get scared every time I think about this because so um, the concert was on a Friday and I had taken that day off work because I wanted, you know, a whole day to prepare myself yeah, mentally for this concert. <laughs> so Trey emailed me to my work email at like 6 p.m. on Thursday. So I had already left work. I wasn't looking at my email. Friday I wasn't at work, so I didn't look at my email. And then mm. I think I had to like get the tickets or something from my personal email, but I accidentally opened the wrong account and I opened my work email. And then I saw Tree's email and was like, Do you want to come oh, wow. So this is like two or three hours before I had to leave yeah. the concert. I saw this email and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yes, <laughs> please. Yeah. Did, so, I, did um, I lose it? Am I, yeah. Do I still have time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So, I mean, in a way it was good because then I only had to freak out for like three hours beforehand rather than (laughs) some people who have like weeks to wait. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So we went back to the rep room before the show with um, a couple of other people who were in the media. Um, None of them were like fans, though. They were more just, (laughs) you know, media personalities and their kids. So my friend and I were like, so everyone's sort of standing around rep room drinking the free wine and everything. And I'm going and taking photos of everything, like <laughs> posing on the couches, posing next to the outfits, holding up the pillows, taking photos of the wine that they were serving so that I can go home and buy it. Like really freaking out. Um, uh-huh. And everyone else in there is being really professional. But I was like, I'm sorry, I, I can't hold it in. You're like, I'm yeah. not a local. I'm not. Yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> exactly. I'm exactly right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then we had like, I would say like five to 10 minutes with her just chatting and it was amazing. Oh, uh, congratulations. What a I know. Yeah. Yeah. What a Happy anniversary. Thank you for joining Thanks. this on this momentous day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I should be off praying somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess this is kind of equivalent. Exactly. Yes. That's how we view it. A worship of all things Taylor. Um, but we're excited because this past week, I mean, like you said, this is usually when we're getting Taylor Swift albums. And so we've had anniversary after anniversary. Um, we this last week, because before we had um debut and i don't remember the other one red Mm -hmm. and so this week we had speak now's nine-year anniversary and 1989's five-year anniversary so jemima what is your favorite taylor swift album okay that's like 
so hard to answer <laughs> because I have a favorite and then I have like so my favorite is either debut or fearless just because okay. I have so many memories tied to it mm-hmm. and I always feel like I'm way more connected to things from my like teenage years I feel yeah. like I form really strong connection like I think everyone when they're a teenager you just kind of feel everything so passionately so the, okay. the music I first listened to as a teen I really still have such a special place in my heart for it but then 1989 is like you know the Perfection. best album of all yeah. time like any it, you know objectively un, unbiasedly like it's it's the best album of all time so that might be my favorite because you know you can just put it on no matter what mood you're in mm-hmm. it kind of suits the mood there are no skips like it's very you know cohesive mm-hmm. the whole album from start to finish so cohesive, you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so with night with so since we've been celebrating nine years of Speak Now, um, I was kind of reminiscing about the songs. Speak Now was my first tour that I went to with Taylor Swift. And um, it was just a friend just was around to me like, it's my birthday. I have a free ticket. Do you want to come with me? And I was like, yeah, of course. I love Taylor. And like, I wasn't a big concert concert going person. But this concert made me just fall in love with concerts and just mm-hmm. kind of like a groupie of just going to any concerts and I'm you know and not all concerts are Taylor so I, the bar was set pretty high so I was kind of <laughs> thinking like what's your favorite song off of Speak Now what's your least favorite song off of Speak Now <laughs> if you can remember I know it's a, a lots of tracks mine is my favorite's Last Kiss and I think my least favorite is Innocent yeah Ooh. okay interesting mm-hmm. yeah so I I'm like kind of in a fight with my friend constantly (laughs) because she loves speak now and I'm like I kind of think that I don't like it and then I go and look at the track list and I'm like oh there are actually really good songs on here but there are some really bad ones that I really don't (laughs) like and so it kind of ruins it for me so um, now do you think it hasn't but then so do you think it has anything to do with that she wrote this by herself See, that's what makes me want to like the album more mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, I really, I really respect that hustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, and there are some, like, honestly, Dear John, mm-hmm. um, Last Kiss, I Love Haunted, oh, yeah. Sparks Fly, Back to December, like all these songs are so good. But then because there are some bad ones, I kind of forget about all the good ones. <laughs> and then it wasn't until this week that my friend made me do the, the song sorter where I had to oh, rank them yeah. all. And I was like, wait a second, there are some really good songs on this album. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, love it. it's probably like my least favorite album, but then some of my favorite songs are on there yeah. for some reason. Well, that's, I can feel that. that's the power of Taylor, you know, she just. <laughs> wait, exactly. but what's the worst song then for Speak Now? Oh, uh, what's the, like, it's all the bonus tracks, Superman and um, <laughs> If This oh, Was yeah. a Movie. Oh, like, yeah. um, also, I hate <laughs> Better Than Revenge. I, like, I cannot get past how how much I dislike it's that It's so song. petty. Um, there's I'm something sorry, but, There's something yeah. very delightful about her her enormous pettiness in that song. It's, yeah. It's yeah. bad, but it's almost so bad it's good. And it's like a guilty pleasure, life, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really goes off. Like yeah. it really, really, you know, it slaps. Yeah, I just I can't feel, get past yeah. the it, slut shame. It doesn't really, it doesn't really age well, especially when you <laughs> yeah, know exactly. she just recently said on the Beach One interview about slut shaming. So like, it doesn't really. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad wine. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. But okay. I mean, 1989, how do you pick a least Hold favorite on. on that? Shelby, you didn't tell oh. us your favorite oh, and least yeah, favorite. Yeah. You can't. My you can't. 
my speak now experience is probably close to Jemima where at first I was like, oh, I don't like it. There's too many skips. But then ultimately the best songs on it won me out. So I think I really my go to feel good song is the story of us. I think it's such a banger, but Mm. I really struggle to like speak now the title track sometimes like it's just such a weird concept to me and strangely specific in a way that doesn't make sense in Taylor Swift's life at that time so I just kind of skip it more often than not Mm -hmm. yeah it's a good point yeah (laughs) but with 1989 that was um that was when I met Taylor. So I f- always feel like I'm biased to this one. And I don't know if I can ever separate that experience. But <laughs> it's also a very good album. And it's short and sweet and succinct. And it's just a delight. So mm-hmm. um, Jemima, what are your favorite and least off of that one? So least favorite, definitely Welcome to New York. <laughs> I just uh, like, oh. okay, I get it. It like <laughs> set the era. It was a good way to open the tour. Like I respect it, but I just, <laughs> no, I don't like it. Usually when I go to listen to the album, I'll start at blank. I just don't <laughs> listen to it. Um, I don't know why, like, especially at first I liked it and it was fine, but something in the last few years, I've just really gone mm. off it. It's just, I don't know. It's just so basic compared to the basic. rest of the album. Yeah. Like every other song is so good. It has great songwriting. And this is just like, we put our bag on the apartment floor. Okay, great. Like, you could have done better than that. So what's your favorite? That's fair. That's a, that's a hot take. Oh, oh yeah. Favorite? Yeah. I think... It's got to be Blank Space mm-hmm. because that's just like the perfect pop song. Yeah. Also, I love Wildest Dreams. Oh, that's great. Yes. Um, oh, wait. How did I forget? Bad Blood. I hate <laughs> Bad Blood. <laughs> like something about it just irritates me. Yeah. I think I think it's the music video. Like, do you hate it? <laughs> just like, do you hate it worse with Kendrick Lamar I, I or know. do you hate it worse without Kendrick Lamar? Which one's the worst? They're, they're all bad. I mean, Kendrick <laughs> at least makes it, like, a little bit more yeah, interesting. I, like I don't know. I feel like I've spent the last 15 minutes just, like, ragging on Taylor Swift. No. Sometimes. But I do love her, We kind of put the yeah. gun to your head. We put the gun to your head and, like, tell yeah. us now. I'm, like, I am very vocal about how much I dislike Bad Blood. It just feels yeah. very, like, especially the video, it just feels very, like, hey, look at all my famous friends. Mm-hmm. I'm better than you because we're all really hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but she like does just, look very hot in that it. music video. I mean, oh, you know. Totally. <laughs> it's a, she does. Is it kind I of like better than Revenge 2.0? Is that how you kind of view it too? <laughs> like that pettiness. Exactly. And you know what? For the same reason, it's why I don't love I Forgot That You Existed when it comes uh, to I'm like, I, mm, It just, I don't know. It just hot feels takes. like... <laughs> just feels petty and negative. Yeah. yeah. We don't have time for that. Get that out. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Well, Ashley, what's your uh, favorite and least? You know, what's funny is before we hopped on with you, Jemima, we were talking about like our least favorite off 1989. And I was like, oh, I don't know. It's either, you know, Welcome to New York or How You Get the Girl. And Shelby was like, oh, what? Ashley when I said welcome to New York, but it it would have to be between those two. Like it just, it definitely, it was a fun way to start the album, start the new era, but I just, not a song that I listen to on repeat. But the the opening, like the, I don't even know the (laughs) instruments. I just, I'm partial though. I was living in New York when she released it. So I I think that's why I. 
Yeah. Can't see, 1989 holds a special place <laughs> in your heart. I think it's a great yeah. um, way to kind of like introduce you to the new Taylor, like her story, where she's been, you know, she's grown up, she's has this whole new outlook on, on life, on, you know, where her career's going, on what uh, she's going over to pop. It's not a terrible song but it's also not like my favorite song on the album yeah, it's and 1989 top, yeah. is such a great album that you know to tell it's like lover yeah. to tell you like wh- what's the worst song is like oh it's like which kid am i gonna kill um but <laughs> the kid i will never kill is wonderland oh yeah. i love oh, yes. wonderland it should have been, been on the album should have been on the album um it was on the album. It should have been a track. It shouldn't have been a bonus. 1989 yeah. has her best bonuses. Oh, yes, definitely. What about you, Shelby? I, I have a controversial take, I think. I I am very obsessed with Out of the Woods. And I just love how she portrays anxiety in such a musical yeah. way. Yeah. Ugh. Well, <laughs> I know you hate that, Ashley. The reason I don't like Out of the Woods, <laughs> I like the... I like everything except for the chorus and out of the woods. Are we out of the woods? Are we out of the woods? Are we no, out of the woods? It's and just, like, it just builds. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just too repetitive for me. It's all There's about also sound, a, not lyrics. I know, but I'm also like, you're out of the woods, Taylor. You are. Stop asking. <laughs> well, she wasn't. Um, so she. And there's also a song. She never on, made it out. There's also a lovely song on a lover that's kind of the same for me too. Like, stop repeating yourself over and over again. But we can get that in later. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a good no, song. I love. I love. Like when we went into Out of the Woods and we went into like the lyrics and we're like, it's such a good. Like she, it's such a good song that she wrote. I love it. I don't. I like. mean, and the bridge. You know, I love the bridge. The in bridge that. is great. I think that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the live version of the bridge. Yes. Like, I always was like, okay, this song is fine. I like the bridge. And then when she did it live mm-hmm. on the 1989 tour, I was like, well, this is the greatest yeah. song that's ever been written. Like, the, the way she exactly. does the bridge is so good. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's crazy that we like still have more albums to celebrate because Reputation is coming up on its um, mm-hmm. anniversary. Yeah. Oh, we're already in November, wow. which is wild. But mm-hmm. um, something we've been talking about a lot this uh, this season on Swiftish is just how um, sometimes there's these droughts where Taylor isn't talking a lot or there's not a lot happening or no new singles. But this week, she really paid us her dues with the Beats 1 interview with Zane Lowe. Um, so she really delivered yeah. like, a whole hour of content. Like, oof, no. so too much. My problem is... I definitely was not listening to it live. My parents were in town this last week, so I was just kind of like everywhere. So when I sat down to actually try and find the whole interview, everyone was like, oh, go to Apple Music. It's there. But when I went, I'm like, I pay for Apple Music. I went to Apple Music. The only one I could find for her Beats 1 interview was back in 1989. And so I just had to kind of like Google articles or Google like <laughs> tweets that people yeah, said. So I missed tweets. Yeah, just summary tweets and just like a summary video. So it was really sad because she did say so much in there. Just I couldn't find it in all one place. Yeah, it was really sad. Um, I actually haven't listened to the whole thing oh. yet. Um, I know I haven't I either. Keep meaning to, I just like don't have an hour <laughs> yeah, to but. sit and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I'm like, when am I going to do this? I'm gonna have to like go for a walk and listen to it, like a, like it's a podcast kind of thing. That's yeah. a good idea. Um, but. It seems like she's just so, just from, you know, the clips that I've seen and what I've read about it, it seems like she's really, like, 
uh, candid about everything and really outspoken. The fact that she like spoke about her mom being sick, mm-hmm. um, that she spoke about slut shaming, um, and everything. It just I just love how refreshing and like open she is rather than avoiding questions or you know asking for certain topics not to be brought up yeah um, one I just like one that. thing yeah. that um I thought was interesting was he kind of tell he kind of says oh like you you're not really online you're not really um you don't do the whole internet thing and she's like no you know the only thing that I really read online every day is uh, about politics and uh, mm-hmm. so I was just like she's definitely like opening up her mind her world her ideas and getting really informed on what's going on in the world, what's going on in the U S. And I also was like, well, for all those, um, yeah, all the Swifties who think they're getting Tumblr likes, it's not Taylor. Cause she just said she's never, she doesn't read anything. Except for <laughs> oh, politics. wow. So Hot you guys. take by Ashley. <laughs> oh, oh, I dear. definitely disagree with that. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I just like to, you know, I'm like, Oh, it's just Taylor nation. You guys yeah. No. Yeah, I was like, I, I kind of stopped. I was like, I like turned to my husband. I was like, that's boring if that's all she's reading online. But you know, <laughs> after I'm sure for a break, she's like, I have to go to Tumblr. And I have to like let my people just kind of like <laughs> get me back into a better mood. Yeah. <laughs> that's a bit of a palate yeah. cleanser. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it I don't is. think Tumblr counts as like being on the internet you know i think to her it's more <laughs> it's its own the world oversharing <laughs> on instagram from 1989 or all the the yeah. hateful it's reviews whatever her comments whatever her dad sends her and yeah. whatever's on tumblr <laughs> yeah. that is that is what she yeah. she watches and listens to yeah, yeah one thing yeah. i really liked about what she said about the slut shaming is you know she was talking about like when she was 23 and people were deciding that what she was writing, what her writing skills, what she was doing was more of a trick than a skill. And it was, Mm. and my husband was just like, he kind of stopped because he was listening to me and he was like, well, don't you really think that, you know, she can kind of like, she could just choose to ignore what people are saying about her. And I was (laughs) like, no, go listen to the man, leave, (laughs) just go. And it just was amazing to think back when she was 23, they were just so insistent about, you know, that she wanted to figure out her love life. She wanted to love. And so they were just like doing these slideshows of like, boy A, boy C, look who she's sitting next to. Oh, is she dating Zac Efron? What's going on? And it's just, uh, you know, I like how she said it's, it's a way to take a woman who's doing her job and exceeding at doing her job and figuring out a way to minimize that skill by slut shaming. It's just... Mm. A powerful moment. I mm-hmm. mean, I think it is interesting because, yeah. like, we've talked about how she did maybe play into the game a little bit with the with the album notes and the naming of songs like "Dear John" or "Style." But I think it's interesting to see her grow and kind mm-hmm. of look back and reflect on on her career and how annoying it was to actually go through what she went through. And as she's like processing and able to unpack it in such a uh, such a clear-headed way is really interesting to watch her do now. Because, yeah, I mean, like, even with... I was thinking about, like, the 1989 promo cycle and she was doing, like, a Rolling Stones story or something and the songs she played were Out of the Woods and Style and, she, and Bad Blood and she was talking whether she was forced to or whether that was the hype angle she was going for is all about the people they were about and kind of 
see like what I can draw from my life and like kind of tantalizing the audience. Whereas now with her entire lover um, promotion cycle, it's been so focused on I write my stuff. I'm a writer, like take me seriously as a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. Here's everything I've done through my career. And she's really forcing Mm -hmm. the media's hand to kind of stop focusing on her personal life and um, start recognizing her, you know, artists of the decade accolades yeah definitely she just seems so grown Mm -hmm. up now like I mean it's hard to compare it to reputation because she really wasn't doing anything at all but comparing this to 1989 it's just like a completely different persona Mm -hmm. and it's amazing to see and I think it's like so much better for her mental health she just seems so much in a much better place yeah. I can't believe she's never gone to therapy like her I saying know. that blew my mind because <laughs> if anyone on this planet needs therapy it's Taylor Swift and the fact that she doesn't see a therapist is absolutely bonkers I know, I know. Um, I'm just like but the fact that she's been able to you know get have so much emotional growth mm-hmm. in you know two or three years on her own is amazing. Like, yeah. it's so amazing. Because she, she definitely did say, I'm glad that you brought up, you know, that she doesn't see a therapist because she she kind of, like, equates her mom to being her therapist, which, you know, because she talks to her every day, which kind of makes um, Sunior get better. Just, like, it just kind of, like, you know, tears at your mm-hmm. heart because she's like, what am what am I going to do if there's no you? You know, you you have to get better. Soon you're going to get better. And we had, you know, when um, I don't know if you you're very you're online. You know the whole stand drama of when tickets went out. How in the U.S. there are only four tour dates, and people were just like freaking out, being like, "How mm-hmm. can Taylor do this?" And we've always been very like loud about you know international fans don't get as many tour dates as we do i'm sure you know taylor will give us more information you know there's something behind the scenes we don't know about she says on touring in this interview i've i've got some pretty intense things happening with my family right now i can't go on a long tour and not have the ability to go home if i need to you know her priorities are changing and so Mm. this kind of like you know i'm just like oh mama swift like so if she can't do do as many tour dates for the u.s you know her fans are going to understand. We're going to understand. I'm like, yes, go be with your family. This is what you need. This is what they need. You know, it's it, thinking about how people are freaking out. I think they're kind of like, ooh, you know, I I shouldn't have complained. <laughs> but it's definitely. Yeah. That song, I can't listen to it. I'm like, ah, even like thinking about the bridge. I'm like, because we had to go through the bridges today. It's, it's so hard. It is. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, it'll I be can't. interesting to see. It's hard to get off that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a downer. I mean, it's sad. It is. It's, yeah. a sad, it's sad that that's her reality, but I'm glad that she's owning up to it and taking, you know, she gets to make those decisions and kind of control her life in that way now. And she has the, she's at such a level in her career that she doesn't have to stress about mm-hmm. going on a multi-million dollar tour right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But one thing she did talk about, and you know, kind of like the opposite of like that, th- those feelings we were all feeling really hard was cats. <laughs> she went into cats. Yes. She gave us a little bit more. <laughs> Jemima, are you excited for <laughs> this movie? No, I'm dreading it. I, I know Me that too. I'm gonna like. I, okay, I I like everything that she does, and I know that it's not going to be as bad as I'm thinking. Yeah. But I'm just so. I'm I'm just so confused first of all about this whole thing like even watching the trailer I was like what the hell have you have you seen the musical 
Yes. Oh, so yeah. mm, I mm. there's there's one other artist that I stan. Um, she's an Australian singer called Delta Goodrum. And oh, like yeah. two or three years ago, she was in the Australian production of Cats. So I was like, oh, I've got to go watch this. So I went and saw it like two or three times. And oh, every wow. time I was like, what's happening here? Like what's going okay, on? Okay, I'm glad you said that. And then, and then Taylor Taylor announced that she's doing it. And I was like, what the hell? Why are all my faves in this freaking show that I've got to watch? I'm glad that you said that. Uh, but the thing is. Oh, sorry. I was Because my yeah. friend, I went to see Cats with her. And I told her, I was like, oh. I didn't like it and she was like oh she's like well that's probably because you you don't know the story you don't know the songs you don't really know what you're getting yourself into but you went to see it three or four times and you're still like ooh, what is going on yeah I don't know maybe like I'm not a real musical actually I like musicals but I'm not I don't mm, know not I just that couldn't, like level couldn't wrap up. my head around it <laughs> it's just I'm I'll and also the cast like what a weird mix of <laughs> actors, like it's Jason Derulo yeah. and well, James Corden, Dame Jenny Dench. Exactly. They knew that if the I only way to get people faith, there like, was to get these big time <laughs> actors to mm-hmm. you know sell out the tickets because every single Swifty's gonna go. Everyone who loves Jason Derulo, everyone who loves James Corden, they're gonna hop on it. You know, I think that's the the one reason why they had all these big people like come in and pop in. <laughs> yeah. But uh, one thing that I really True. liked when I was listening to, you know, the YouTube video that I found was, um, you know, she really wanted to work with Tom Hooper. You know, he did Les Mis and he really, he just shoots everything live. And uh, when she said she did screen tests for Les Mis, I was like, oh my gosh, like, can you mm. imagine if she was in Les Mis? I don't know if she could have given the character <laughs> the uh, – I, I don't know who. Was she going for Fontaine? Was she going for Cosette? No, she was going she for, was going for the, the Samantha Box character. Yeah. Cosette. I can't remember the character's name. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can, That's what I thought. I was like – No, not – is it Cosette? The no, uh, the poor one, right? Who is ends Cosette up dying. Amanda Seyfried. Oh, she wanted to go for the yeah, poor one. Yeah, I think Cosette. Yeah, I think it's Fontaine, isn't it? Fontaine. No, I don't know. Was, was she going <laughs> for the Anne Hathaway <laughs> um, one? No, no, no. No, She's... it was the Samantha Box one. Oh. Hang on, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it's the she was in love with. Um, oh yeah, the yeah. guy, and yeah. then she has the sad song, and then oh yeah. she yeah. All you very know, sad. I think it would have been um, very distracting would, to have Taylor Swift. It would have been, been really distracting. Eponine. And I think that maybe Cats is a better role for her if she's going to like do her debut because yeah. it's there's a lot going on. It's just not, it's not hey, strictly. It's not her it's debut. much better time. Yes. Yeah. It's much better time. I think time. like back in 2012, anything that she did was going to, people were going to hate her for it, yeah. whether she was good or exactly. bad. So I I would have been too scared for her to be doing yeah. things for the backlash. But now people are coming around. All the locals are coming back mm-hmm. on board. Mm-hmm. I think it could be good. And then I'm kind of feeling like she's going to – like this song that she's oh, written gosh. is going to be like nominated for an Oscar. To get close that EGOT. Although I feel like it will be – up against Beyonce. So oh, that's gonna <laughs> the beehives and the Swifties. I'm preparing myself for Drama. that battle. Well, yeah. <laughs> what's so amazing about like this whole cats thing is that she was doing so many screen tests for Les Mis, and then she's like, oh. And they just offered me this this role. So it's kind of like you can see how much <laughs> she's grown in the public eye, professionally, and her just vocally. They're like, okay, we're just giving you this role. Do you want it? Mm-hmm. You know, opposed to that. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. yeah. So, I mean, we got a little snippet of this song and she kind of talked about her um, vision for it and sort of the, the headspace of the character. 
I have to say, I was not at all excited about cats. I don't necessarily think Taylor Swift's strength is on the big screen, but this song actually, I was sort of intrigued by the story of it and the the lyrics. So I'm I'm more interested to hear this original number. Yeah, I am too. Just so, even I mean, we'll see. <laughs> listening to the story behind it, how you know he started playing the melody or the 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 piano, and then all of a sudden she had like the the top note and the melody in her head, and she already had the lyrics she was thinking about. So I'm excited. I uh, I liked how she like in the behind the scenes video, she was like, "So if you can't get TS, Elliot, you have to get TS." I love it. She's such a writer, and she, to put her mind space back into you know the day where you know just to the. I don't know, back in the day. I haven't read an ATS Elliot in a long time. But, <laughs> you know, she's not writing for today. She's writing for the, the past. Yeah, yeah. And if you want anyone. Right. It's not going to be out of the woods. No, nope, mm-hmm. not at all. But, you know, on <laughs> December 20th, we'll find out if we like it or if we hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it speaks to her diversity as a mm-hmm. songwriter, which is maybe why AMA is giving her Artist of the Decade. Oh it's gonna be exciting. Do you yeah. do you guys so agree exciting. with this um, this title? No. Does she deserve yes. it? <laughs> of course. Yeah. Can we give her de- um, artist of the century? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Although she's not getting it at the Billboard oh, Awards. She- Is it? Am I getting that right? So the billboards are giving it to Drake, yeah. which, mm. like, honestly, what what cultural <laughs> impact does he have? Everyone's gonna forget about him in five years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I just yeah I can't believe no, that's I a bonkers choice I'm giving it to her but so whatever. what do you think holds more of a Rise what do you think her. holds more of a weight AMAs or billboard or are they kind of like equal to each other I think billboard is yeah, more billboard um, is what's the word like mainstream in the industry it's more held in a high regard oh, yeah um after so if she so right now she she already won artist of the decade and then she has about one two three four five about five other awards that are pending which like artist of the year which she's won every single time she's been nominated for like i think the past four or five years um but if she wins another award she's going to be tied with michael jackson for the most ama awards and i went through and i just started kind of like doing the math you know michael jackson he won i think um how many i forget how many how many he's won i had in my notes but i think he deleted it um i'm pretty sure it's like 20 21 or 22 because i remember last amas she was like now i've got 22 oh 24 so they both won 24 amas the thing that would will be so amazing with this if she wins it is that michael jackson won that many within a 29 year career span where taylor within like 13 years has won almost 24 so it's just it's you can definitely tell that like I don't know, you know, they're comparing <laughs> her, her impact, Michael Jackson, yeah. you know, her impact is just very strong and I, I, I'm excited for her future. She's going to get billboard <laughs> probably next, next decade. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed. I mean, it's I know, a lot that's crossed. happening and it's exciting to see her, um, yeah, kind of performing more well with people who weren't necessarily fans in the 2014, 2016 era. So It's all good news, but we're excited to jump into the meat of this episode, which is a tour through Bridge City. Um, But before we get into Bridge City, let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor, Bombas Socks. 
Yeah. How are you loving Bombas socks, Shelby? Oh, man, I love them. I really do. I mean, I keep buying more pairs, <laughs> which is probably problematic. But you know what? They're no-shows. Their athletic socks are super comfortable. And I love the no-seams on the toe line, which I never thought bothered me until I experienced them without it. Oh, yeah. You know, what I love about the Bomba socks is um, it's getting a little colder here in Texas. And now I'm wearing these socks that keep my feet just warm and it's super cozy. Oh, I love them. And one thing that I love about them is that, you know, holidays are coming up and I'm like, what am I going to give people? You know, am I going to be that person that gives people socks? I think I am. <laughs> and what I love about it too mm. is that not only are you giving a gift to your friend, but you're giving a gift to people that are in need. It's perfect. I know. It's the perfect gift because like we talked about, one of our favorite things about this company is that um, the founders realized that socks are the number one most requested item from homeless shelters. So they wanted to create a pair of socks that they were proud of, but also every person who buys a sock, they donate a pair of socks to someone in need. So far, they've donated over 20 million pairs and counting. So it's the perfect treat yourself, the perfect gift, and it's a way to feel good about every purchase you make. Yeah. So when you guys are online shopping for the holidays, make sure that you go and shop at bombas.com. You can save 20% on your first purchase when you shop at bombas.com slash swiftish. Yeah, that's bombas.com slash swiftish to save 20%. Bombas.com slash Swiftish. And at checkout, you can use our code Swiftish for that 20% off. Yeah. So go get some gifts right now. Yes. Leave us right now. <laughs> yeah. But well, wait, well, we're going, wait, to we're going to Bridge City. So let's get back into that. <laughs> <laughs> we're excited. Yeah. We wanted to kind of rank Lover, the album, um, based on their bridges alone because we, I mean, we're all fans. And I think even people who aren't necessarily Taylor Swift fans know that she knows how to pack a good bridge, which, um, I mean, the reason we invited Jemima on uh, this episode especially is because while at BuzzFeed, you had the distinct, um, I don't know, responsibility, opportunity, moment in time to rank every single Taylor Swift bridge. How was that experience? Oh, it was great. <laughs> Being paid to write about Taylor Swift really is the goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it did take me quite a while. Mm. Um, it took because I had to like I think I did it like, you know, one album at a time and um I was like getting overwhelmed. Yeah. I was like, Oh my god, everyone's gonna hate me if I put their favorite <laughs> song at the bottom. All too well isn't number one, everyone's gonna kill me. Um but yeah. Yeah, good good experience. What did I you update it and yeah. love songs. What did you get the most heat for? Did you get any comments or hateful emails or Twitter messages about it? I did get people like obviously about all too well. People were mad that it wasn't Interesting. number one. Um, but I did sort of like start the article by being like, "Hey guys, this is my <laughs> opinion. Don't drag me. Yeah, <laughs> all too well is great. I just think there are better ones." Um, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't get too much hate. There were a few songs like closer to the end that people got mad about, but like, mm-hmm. oh, you can't. You know, um, when you know this was kind of my introduction to you. I, she said, "You like, oh, Jemima's coming <laughs> on," and so I was researching you, getting to know a little bit more about your headspace and your your ideas <laughs> for like the best bridges. And I was like slowly going down. And two of my favorite songs, like of Taylor Swift, was "Last Kiss" and "King of My Heart." And number one was "King mm-hmm. of My Heart." Number two was "Last Kiss." So I was like, "I'm on board. 
Let's have her on. So <laughs> yeah. I do yeah. not have any. She passed the test. No bad blood with this. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I guess the question to start us all off is what are you looking for in a bridge? Like what makes a good bridge? Hold on. Can we just start out with what is a bridge? Because before Shelby, <laughs> I, she kept like she kept saying bridge, bridge, bridge. I always saw a bridge as just like a third as another verse, you right. know, before the, the the last chorus. So what is a bridge exactly? Yeah, I mean, they're just this bit between usually the second and third chorus or verses. Um, and they sort of are designed to break up the monotony of a song and like re-energize the listener. And so the, the, the tune will change, the sound will change, and then they often will pack more of the I don't know. I I mean, it's just it just exists. I I don't know. Jemima, are you I was a like, scholar? Why is it called Do a bridge? You know? <laughs> I mean, I was kind of trying to research a bit more about this just before because um, I was like, wait, I know what a bridge is, but can I describe what a bridge is? Like, I know the vibe of it. Yeah. But what actually is it? So yeah, yeah, it's basically just like the the bridge in quotes between like <laughs> the verse and the chorus, or like the last two choruses, kind mm-hmm. of. Um, and yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. exactly what Shelby said. Like it, it's meant to break it up. And um, I think, t- like typically, the the chorus will be where the catchy melodies are, whereas the bridge will be like sort of the emotional heart of the song and like where the most mm-hmm. um, like emotive lyrics and um, the more like groundbreaking stuff of the song is. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it is meant to act as sort of like, okay, I've heard two choruses now. This song's getting kind of old. It's meant to sort of shake things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Taylor does it so well. Yeah. I mean, this is something she's been praised for throughout her career. I mean, like even in the 2008 Rolling Stone review of Fearless, um, the critic was like, Swift is a songwriting savant with an intuitive gift for a verse chorus bridge architecture that calls to mind Swedish pop gods, Dr. Luke and Max Martin, who she went on to work with. (laughs) And I mean, even just recently, Flood Magazine was talking about bridges and how this is where she consistently reveals like her cards. She plops down powerful bits of information and lyrically they just dominate. And I think that Mm -hmm. has been something Taylor Swift has held on to, even though most music is moving away from bridges. Um, You just have more of that, especially in the pop world. There's just either they'll replace it with like a rap verse um, with a feature or it'll just kind of be a shorter song. So they just cut the bridge entirely. So Taylor has held on to the to the traditional um, architecture of this song and and we've gotten some of her best lyrics from her bridges. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to kind of jump into analyzing lovers specifically. Yeah. So before we jump into lover, um, what are your guys's um, pre-lover favorite bridge? Obviously, Jemima, you said number one is king of my heart. Is that still true yeah. for you or have you had a coming to Jesus with anything else? <laughs> Oh, it's hard. It's hard because also everything on Lover is still kind of new and shiny. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I love this so much, but maybe in a year it will change. Like there are definitely yeah. Yeah. some, there's like a couple of songs on Lover that come close to King of My Heart. Like King of My Heart is mm-hmm. just oh, oh, so good. But yeah, it's so good. Um, 
yeah, there is there is some that threaten to sort of dethrone it, I guess. Yeah. But right now, it is the king of the bridges. We're the queen <laughs> yeah. of the bridges right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I mean, I definitely i I remember Getaway Car blowing my mind with its bridge, but King of My Heart is just something special, mm-hmm. just the energy there. And then I also love Out of the Woods, but <laughs> we've yeah. talked enough <laughs> about that, probably. Um, so as we get into this uh, lover ranking, what we decided would be fun is I would make a bracket of the Taylor Swift lover tracks. And then we would have to kind of do the March Madness style um, uh, battle to the top slot. So <sighs> basically, um, technically, which is uh, it's a travesty, but there's technically only 15 songs on Lover that have a bridge because somehow, some way, Death by a Thousand Cuts is not a bridge, even though it feels and sounds and looks like a bridge. Okay, um, so I've been thinking about this today and I actually tweeted yes. about it and a few people have replied to me that like Taylor herself called it a bridge and okay, I think good. by the it's technically not a bridge because there is no second verse because the, right. the song starts with a chorus it goes chorus and then verse one and then chorus and then mm-hmm. this thing that we're calling a bridge powerful. but it's yeah. completely <laughs> different to the first verse so yes. I think we technically couldn't call it a verse because it doesn't have the same structure so exactly I'm kind of leaning towards calling it like a bridge <laughs> even though it's like good maybe technically not but Taylor herself called it a bridge so it's like yes I think it is also it's just yes, so freaking thank good you. That, yeah we can't <laughs> can't leave it out yes well, that's how I felt because, too yeah Shally was like, we're including this because yeah. it's going to be easier for 16 <laughs> than 15. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, we have to pay dues to that, whatever you call it, because it's just, it might be one of my favorite things Taylor has done. But we'll have to see if it beats out the pack because um, I was struggling to decide if I should just randomize the bracket or do a seated bracket, which... I had to learn what that meant from my husband who likes basketball and watches sports and stuff. But basically, it you take a ranking from best to least and then it um, it makes sure that your best songs face the worst songs and then mm-hmm. your top four end up together. So in order to find out that ranking, I went off of where they are on the iTunes charts currently. So oh there my. are some interesting uh pairings thanks to the locals who have a strange (laughs) taste but i think it'll be interesting to see uh which ones win here so i will go ahead and do it just pairing by pairing and we'll just slowly pick our winners um and so just to help our listeners we'll read a highlighted line from each bridge to kind of remind them what this portion of each song is so i'm nervous without further ado (laughs) so the first one pairs and this will be Mm. easy hopefully i mean i don't know but daylight versus me so (laughs) yeah we had to get i like me i just gotta say everyone hates me but i really like it and i think the bridge is really fun really that is the best yeah like lyrically, no. But. Yeah, I mean lyrically. I mean the me bridge like, is uh, you have the girl there ain't no I in team, but you know there is a me. She cut out the spelling is fun part, but that's the general energy of the me bridge. And daylight um, um, 
is I love the daylight one mm-hmm. because she's kind of bringing in red into it. It's it's great. It's like the, yeah. the flashback yeah, to one of my favorite back. albums. Yeah, because yeah, she sings, I once believed love would be burning red, but it's golden. Oh, uh, so good. <laughs> so good. Okay, so I'm guessing regardless of Jemima's love for me. Which no, I think the Daylight Bridge is better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. when I did my ranking of bridges, um, Daylight was three places above me. So mm-hmm. okay. I'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> She's like, okay. Yes. This one might be a little tougher, but we have Paper Rings, which um, – has this energetic sort of punk rock um, building bridge and that ends in, I want your jewelry Mondays, wrap your arms around me, baby boy. And it is paired against Cruel Summer, which Ooh. is the probably the most <laughs> famous bridge this era. Um, I scream for whatever so it's worth. I love you. Ain't that the worst thing you ever heard? Cruel Summer. I know. That's Hands a down. One. Yeah. I love the Paper Rings Bridge. I love the vibe of it. It's mm-hmm. extremely yeah. like 90s rom-com, mm-hmm. like bring it on sort of vibes. But yes. like, nothing can be Cruel Summer. Like, oh, that <laughs> I, bridge is so good. I, I know, really loved Paper Rings. One of my favorite songs. But when you think about the, bre- the bridge with Cruel, with Cruel Summer, you have to go there. The way she screams those lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I know. Goodbye, Paper Rings. It's been too short. <laughs> um and then we have afterglow um which i actually really i really love this is the chorus i mean the bridge that says tell me that you're still mine tell me that will be just fine even when i lose my mind um and it is paired against the archer which is sort of another slow building Mm. bridge can you see right through me they see right through me i see right through me well do you know what i'm gonna say because it oh, kind of reminds me of Out of the Woods. Can you see my thing? Can you see my thing? <laughs> I like. Yeah, um, that's what I thought you were going with. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, my choice would be Afterglow over that. But that's just me. Yeah. There are three people. Okay, so they're okay. the tie. <laughs> there, there will be a tiebreaker. Yeah. yeah. I do really love the bridge of Afterglow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Archer. Like the first time I heard Archer when she sang that bridge and she switched to mm-hmm. can you see right through me to I see right through me mm-hmm, I was yeah. like oh my god like that wrecked me it's that a good like punch. was such a good change that like you kind of didn't even see coming you thought it was just going to keep repeating mm-hmm. and the vibe of that bridge as well like the whole song I don't know you kind of mentioned it before with out of the woods about how it, she does a really good job of writing about yes. anxiety. I feel like she does the same thing with the archer and it's yes. reflected in the music and the way it's like repeating and the whole the whole song kind of like ebbs like the background music kind of just like crescendos but doesn't go anywhere and I absolutely love that about the archer but I think I can oh. go with archer. <laughs> Yeah, I After mean, Afterglow, Afterglow is so good because it, I mean, it's an interesting, I mean, first it's a song that's all about her making the mistake and asking for mm-hmm. her boyfriend to like let go of her, forgive her dramatic inklings, which I think is a, a mature about face for Taylor and something her mm. critics have sunk, have uh, chastised her for. But I would have voted for The Archer, but it's fine. Ooh. We'll just put Afterglow. <laughs> Thanks, Jemima. Um, I like yeah. that bridge, but. <laughs> yeah. And then we have um, Miss Americana, 
which is the go fight win. I don't want to go. I don't really (laughs) want to fight (laughs) because nobody's going to win. The political, the very complex political analysis versus um, I forgot that you existed, which is sort of this short, sent me a clear message, taught me some hard lessons. I just forgot what they were. So does anyone have any uh, feelings about this? I, this is your least favorite song, Jemima, facing... How do you feel about Miss Americana? It's fine. Like, <laughs> I don't... I don't hate it. I don't no. love it. I never, like, you know, go to put it on mm-hmm. first. Uh-huh. Um, I think a lot of people love it. Like, it's my best friend's favorite song. She really loves it. I don't see it. I think a lot of locals actually really love Miss Americana. Yeah. Um, from from the uh, sample that I know, yeah. Um, but when it comes, I do. I don't know. So I'm looking at the ranking that I wrote earlier, and I forgot that you existed is just above Miss Americana. Oh. But then when I think about the both of them, I think I don't know. The Go Fight Win is mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, it's. Fun. Like, I feel like on tour that'll be really fun. <laughs> well. It's funny oh, I don't know. because my my ranking <laughs> I like for I forgot you existed was thirteen, and then Miss Americana was twelve. So like we kind of have the same similar, similar like ranking pattern too, yeah. where they are. <laughs> um, I forgot you, you existed. Yeah. The bridge is just re- just really short. Like it's basic. Like it's a clear yeah. message. Just like she says, sent me a clear message. I'm like yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's kind of short to the point. <laughs> she mm. does have that. She has that snarky sort of like breathy. Oh, I just, I'm not even bothered It's all by just you. a blur. Like, yeah. um, one thing that I, yeah. I, did, I, I did like about Miss Americana, and I know that like locals um, liked and people, they didn't realize the first time they listened to it was the go, fight, win. <laughs> so I feel like a lot of my friends are like, oh my gosh, I love the go, fight, win. I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is hard because both of them aren't my favorites mm-hmm. um, when it comes to bridges. Um, I do like the songs mm-hmm. but i would maybe go with miss americana over i forgot that you existed okay, okay. Yeah. but uh, i'm not yeah. torn either way that's bad <laughs> what about you shelby okay any uh, any arguments i mean i i feel like i'm just a tiebreaker here because yeah. i've had time to face <laughs> these pairings so um jemima are you a pro miss americana now too or i think i've talked myself into Miss Americana. <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> Okay. I think the gimmick of the go fight win is is, is yeah. like kind of tipping it mm-hmm. over the edge. Yeah, because it is sort of a repetitive bridge, but it does do a good job of of re-energizing the song and kind of empowering, giving that you know hoorah moment. So I'll mm-hmm. I would agree with that. You'll and then it. we have, um, I think he knows, which is the lyrical. Oh, oh wait, I was gonna try and repeat it myself, but I always get tongue twisted around it. Indigo eyes, head on my thigh. Yeah, follow the sparks. I'll drive. Yes, good yeah. job. <laughs> and um, it's so versus good. you need to calm down, which is the, which is a strange mm-hmm. one because it's almost just like a third verse, like it's mm-hmm. thematically different than the other two. But it's um, we see you over there on the internet comparing all the girls who are killing it. So I'm interested. Do you guys have strong feelings about that? You need to calm down, Bridge. Um, no, no. <laughs> no but I have really strong feelings about. I think he knows. I love it. I just yes. like same. Yes. So do I. Oh, it's so freaking good. And even the way she says it, like you know, the how, how fast she says it, like she, you can just tell that the sparks are flying. And yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think he knows definitely over. Yeah. You need to calm down. Yeah, definitely. Also, like. 
it's a bridge about sex. Yeah. And, yeah. Am I allowed to say it on this podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. And she's going to drive. She's going to be driving. Yeah, she's the top. I've yeah. always known she's the top and now I've got confirmation. I, I'm, yeah. I'm a part of this. Um, do you listen to My Favorite Murder, Jemima? Have you heard of it at all? I don't. Okay, it's a podcast. I've and heard about I, it, but I've never um, gotten into it. I love yeah. murder, if you can't tell. It's a podcast <laughs> and people so, – somebody um, put on this Facebook group that I'm a part of and was like, oh, my gosh, someone just told me that this is about sex. I'm like – and everyone's like, really, really? I was like, yeah, that was the first thing that I thought. Like, she's going to drive this. She's going to yeah. drive him. So, I love the song. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's too bad False God doesn't have a doesn't have a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been going head to head. Yeah. But um, <laughs> next up, we have London Boy. Um, stick with me. I'm your king. I'm your queen, like a Tennessee Stella McCartney. Versus, um, soon you'll get better, which is a tough one because a lot of people don't listen to this song with great joy. But the bridge is, um, who am I supposed to talk to? What am I supposed to do if there's no you? Which is a pretty big gut punch for a bridge. Yeah, a lot of emotion yeah. tied behind that. Yeah, but I think when it comes, well, I mean, I much prefer London Boy just because it's like. It's, I'd, I prefer to listen to it. Yeah. Yes, you'll get better. <laughs> Me too. I like the vibe of this and you'll get better bridge and I like the emotion of it, but like it, the lyrics aren't groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. They're very right. straightforward, um, which, you know, suits the rest of the song, but the London Boy bridge is so good. I absolutely love London Boy. I think it is such a bop and it's constantly in my head. I was in London a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago and I spent the whole time just walking around singing that song. <laughs> um, and I think the bridge is so good. Yeah. <laughs> what and the you- Tennessee Stella McCartney is a good line. I like how she even says like, yeah. stick with me. I'm your queen. Like Tennessee Stella McCartney. Like the way mm-hmm. that she's just, she's just like bringing yeah. it all in and the inflection in her voice and how it goes up and down. I really, I really like that. What did, what did you mm-hmm. What do you think, Shelby? Oh, well, I was I was like torn about it. I mean, I think soon you'll get better is just hard to judge because Mm -hmm. no one wants to listen to it or think about it. But (laughs) it's like honorary mention. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just buried down there. But I do. I do like the London boy. Mm -hmm. It's probably the lyric I sing most from Lover, just like because it has that weird rhythm that gets stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. So I'll allow it. London boy, moving on to the oh. next round. Yes. Great. <laughs> and then we have Death by a Thousand Cuts, which we've decided is officially a bridge. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is yep. just packed to the brim with great lyrics. Um, I mean, I like the quiet my fears with the touch of your hand, paper cut stings from our paper thin plans. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. So that's Death by a Thousand Cuts versus The Man, which is uh, one we just covered. If I was out flashing my dollars, I'd be a bitch, not a baller. They'd paint me out to be bad. So it's okay that I'm mad. Oh, the stakes and the stakes are high. I like (laughs) Death by a Thousand Cuts. Like even the my heart, my hits, my body, my love. Like it just kind of brought me into Mm -hmm. it. Um, Hands down between the two. I love love where she's going with The Man. I love the meaning behind it but death by a thousand cuts i i'm gonna go there that's my win mm-hmm. yeah i love the bridge of the man <laughs> mainly because she says bitches mm-hmm. like it's yeah. just so good mm-hmm. she says it twice like oh, yeah. <laughs> it's such a good bridge it's like i just 
I can't get past how many good bridges there are on mm-hmm. this album. Like every mm-hmm. other album, there's like two or three like really good standouts, but this album, every single bridge is so I good. I, yeah, it's, it's yeah. hard. Um, but Death by a Thousand Cards, you cannot beat that. Like that might be her best bridge mm. of all time. Essentially, when she's like, I love how she's getting mad about all these things yeah. that he's taken from her and then yeah. she's like listing her wine as well I'm like oh, yeah she's really passionate about that <laughs> I wine. love that too yeah. oh 2019 <laughs> so good <laughs> like you broke up with me and you took my wine how dare you yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no it is good and it's just you can't help but like fist pump to that one oh, yeah. it's just the perfect energy for a breakup track um yeah. And now you guys are going to hate me, but it wasn't my fault. It's iTunes. Mm -hmm. Um, Cornelia Street, um, which is uh, Barefoot in the Kitchen, Sacred New Beginnings, That Became My Religion, versus Taylor Swift's, I mean, the one she called Bridge City, Lover, um, with every guitar string scar on my hand, I take this magnetic force of a man to be my lover. So do you guys agree with her obsession with the lover bridge? I'm... I'm curious. Yeah. I don't think it's her best on this mm-hmm. album, but I love it mm-hmm. so much. Like the way that it builds and the way that it's so like dramatic and the way that she says love oh, yes. like it's just so <laughs> fun to sing along to and like I love this bridge so much. I think it's I know. awesome. I do too. It's, it, Lover is one of her best tracks, just like emotionally and sonically. I just, I never skip it. I never once skip Lover. I just love it so much. And I love the love mm-hmm. that all the radio stations are giving it to. Like every single time I turn on the radio and Lover's there. And I'm like, yes, I am mm-hmm. all here for yeah. this song. Um, I love Lover. I would probably... Ooh, I'd probably pick Lover over Cornelia Street. Yeah, I mean, yeah, how do you Cornelia guys... Street's my favorite song. Oh, it is. But oh, okay. the bridge is kind of like... Yeah, it's kind of... It's mm-hmm. good, but it's not, you know, groundbreaking. Yeah, she packs a lot more interesting lyrics in the verses, I think. Mm, definitely. But yeah. she does have a nice... It's just... It builds in such a nice way. But okay, I agree. Is that, was Lover that your pick? It is. But was Which your pick Cornelia Street? To, yeah, You sounded really heart-torn. No, I was... I know I am torn, but Lover wins. I just wish they were pitted <laughs> against each other so Cornelia Street had a fighting chance, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, which brings us back. So we're facing off Daylight versus Cruel Summer now. It's got to be Cruel Summer, right? Damn. Cruel Summer for sure. Yeah. That's the winner. Um, what do you think? Oh, I mean, I'm Cruel Summer too, but yeah. I... Well, then that wins. Okay. And that brings us to Afterglow versus Miss Americana, which I feel like... I mean, I would say Afterglow, but if anyone wants to fight for mm, Miss Americana's cheerleading. I'm not fighting <laughs> at all. Yeah. Unlike the lyrics of this song, we're not going to nope. fight. Yeah. <laughs> go yeah. And they're not going to win. Um, and then we have I Think He Knows versus London Boy. <gasps> oh, no. I think he knows. I would vote I Think He Knows too, I but knows. I know you love London Boy. I think the, yeah, okay. it's going to be I Think He okay. Knows. it's good sorry london boy yeah (laughs) and then a truly tough one death by a thousand cuts versus lover (gasps) i don't i don't even know how to function here (laughs) oh death by a thousand cuts i reckon i know know, i'm gonna have to say it's such a long bridge 
I'm going to have to say yeah. the same thing. We might just get heat because a lot of people are going to say, it's not a bridge. But she just packs so <laughs> much into it. And yeah. I love Lover. I do. But it's it's got to be Death by a Thousand Cuts. It's close. Oh, I know. It's so sad. Yeah. We, this is I mean, Death by a Thousand just... Bridges right now. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then we have um, Cruel Sur- Summer versus Afterglow, which... I mean, Cruel do summer. we have any afterglow stands in the, in the audience? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then I think he knows versus death by a thousand cuts to go to the no. finals. Don't do this to me. This is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's gonna, tough. Death by a thousand cuts, I think, again, like, that's just so good i know i have to i'm like i'm like singing in my head too i'm like but then the, also the way that she performed the bridge of death by a thousand mm-hmm. cuts at the tiny desk concert yes. was like oh my god like i want this somehow like tattooed on me that like yeah. it's just so good i like it too i'm gonna have to say death by a thousand cuts too i think part of it too is because she like she's writing out of it's not it's not her own experience this time she's drawing from other people's experience and it's just so much more packed into it like i don't know you can truly tell that she she's a writer and she doesn't have to live through something to write about it and i love everything about this bridge i'm so glad that it is technically a bridge in our eyes yeah (laughs) i know i mean it's rough because when i went into this i thought i think he knows was my favorite bridge Mm -hmm. but I mean, Death by a Thousand Cuts is just something special, mm-hmm. you know? I love it. Okay. Okay, sorry. I think he knows Death by a Thousand Cuts, which brings us to the finale, the moment that will decide which bridge is the greatest bridge on Lover. Okay. So gird your loins, ladies, because we have Cruel Summer versus Death by a Thousand Cuts. Mm. Okay. And... um. I mean, for everyone's uh, reminder, Cruel Summer, I'm drunk in the back of the car and I cried like a baby coming home from the bar. Said I'm fine, but it wasn't true. I don't want to keep secrets just to keep you. And I snuck in through the garden gate every night that summer just to seal my fate. And I scream for whatever it's worth. I love you. Ain't that the worst thing you ever heard? Pretty good, you guys. Pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have Death by a Thousand Cuts. My heart, my hips, my body, my love, trying to find a part of me that you didn't touch. Gave up on me like I was a bad drug. Now I'm searching for signs in a haunted club. Our songs, our films, united we stand. Our country, guess it was a lawless land. Quiet my fears with the touch of your hand. Paper cut stings from our paper-thin plans. My time, my wine, my spirit, my trust. Trying to find a part of me you didn't take up. Gave you so much, but it wasn't enough. But I'll be all right. It's just a thousand cuts. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> I'm like, because I keep on going back. There can only be keep on one. Keep going back to, for whatever it's worth, I love you. Ain't that the worst thing you ever heard? And I love the way she sings that yeah. song. Oh, oh. Yeah. and there's so. And it's just like a great sentiment. It really is. And, it's just like such a clever and the line. the two bridges juxtapose yeah. each other. I think that's the right word. I don't know. Like one's about like mm-hmm. being in yeah. love and one's about like, you know, just being like drunk on him and just 
ah, you know, she says she doesn't want to lose him, and she's like sneaking in, just trying to keep him. She doesn't want to keep him a secret. And then Death by a Thousand Cuts is totally different. It's like this guy broke my heart. Oh, it's like, do I want to cry or do I want to <laughs> like be giddy with like love? What do I want to do? I don't know, Jemima. <laughs> you are the queen of bridges. Oh, no. yeah. it's so hard. Like. They're both so good. I think if I really had to decide, I'd I'd probably lean more towards Cruel oh, Summer. Mm, I don't know. I just they're so cool. I can't. <laughs> I think Cruel Summer, but like I'm just, and it really depends on what day mm-hmm. you ask me. But yeah, I just <laughs> love the vibe of it, and it's so like, a, 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 like. What's the word? Like evocative. It's got so many emotions mm-hmm. to it. There's been like I've been re-listening to a lot of the old mm-hmm. albums, and there's been quite a few songs that I've listened to, and I kind of felt like ties to Cool Summer. Like obviously, mm-hmm. there's the like Romeo and mm-hmm. Juliet, like from Love Story, like sneaking out into the garden, and then there's yeah. parts of Endgame that really, really remind me of Cool Summer. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. Cruel All right, Summer. I'm gonna make this interesting. I'm gonna, okay, so I'm gonna make, I make this interesting. <laughs> Partially because I'm, I want, I want a tiebreaker. I want the drama. I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> because you forced my hand. Um, Death by a thousand cuts. Well, you have to make your argument. Wow, I just love you everything. Have to make us oh my gosh, but I'm just, this is just like <laughs> one of my favorite songs. Even I, it kind of, it trumps "Cruel Summer" in my mind. Also, depends on the day. Um, oh, but I just mm-hmm. love how you know, just to pack so much of all the things this guy's took up, like my heart, my hips, my body, my love. And she just equates him to like this bad drug. And I think that um, it just takes me back to a place that we've all been. And I love how she's writing from other people's experiences and everyone can relate to the song. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. I'm going to say that I'm going to be all right because Death by a Thousand (laughs) Cuts is my pick. (laughs) Okay. I mean... Yes, I, this is tough. This is probably, these are probably like some of my favorite songs Mm -hmm. from the album. So it's not like I can pick from that way. But I think it's interesting because um, Death by a Thousand Cuts is clearly, I think she's flexing a little. She's showing how much she can pack into a verse just lyrically and, um, you know, listically. (laughs) But I think Cruel Summer is interesting because it plays a part into the story Mm -hmm. of the song. And it is like such a personal song. And it's very interesting to see her sort of return to that. Um, Like it is pop, but there's elements to it that feel very like, I don't know, like just some of her classic stories Mm -hmm. of relationships. And you get to see her experience here where she does like, you're part of the moment. So you're like a fly on the wall in the song. And that's seen best in this Mm -hmm. bridge for cruel Mm -hmm. summer where you can picture it. You're right there with her. You get to like see this very intimate moment in her relationship. And I think I have to choose cruel summer. Glad I forced you. (laughs) I would have chosen cruel summer too, but I wanted this to come out. I love the way Shelby puts everything like i love how you you like <laughs> break down lyrics i love how you kind of just pull mm-hmm. from oh, your well, soul well, thank you <laughs> it's great i'm like yeah. i wanted well it did hurt my soul yeah i wanted i wanted to hurt your soul and choose between the two because 
Oh, as, as soon as Jemima yeah. was like, before she said Cruel Summer in my mind, I was like, it's Cruel Summer for me. But then she said it. I'm like, no, I want the drama. <laughs> I want the angst. And then Shelly was like, you have to fight for death by a thousand cuts. I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> I was like, but I, I, was like, I, want, I want the drama behind it all. Which one will win? Yeah, Who well, will get your rose? Now you drew into question all of the, uh, the real feelings behind your picks, this whole thing. But just the last two. No, just the last two. Yeah. I didn't want it to be boring. Yeah. I want it to be... I wanted, yeah. to, I wanted to be the Chris Harrison behind all of this. Yeah. Well, you guys said you had ranked the bridges or the songs before. So was Cruel Summer your pick going in? Well, my was your hand sort of forced. My number one is literally listed as either Death by a Thousand Cuts or Cruel Summer. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Everything else is ranked, but I couldn't decide so between funny. those two. Yeah. So this has helped me decide. Great. Yeah. Yeah, Glad summer. we forced your hand. Yeah, perfect. Um, I... I kind of got to like number 10 and then I had a really hard time ranking them. But for sure, some of the top ones was I Think He Knows, Death by a Thousand Cuts, Cruel Summer, and Lover. Those I was like, it all depends on the day and like my mood and where I'm going, what I'm doing, what I'm eating. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the good news is there's a song for every mood and uh, there's enough bridges to go around. So Frankly, I mean, you can pick from like 10 of her best bridges on this album and and be proud of yourself. Like, I think they're all just top tier bridge city Mm -hmm. stops. I'm loving I'm loving it. I'm loving (laughs) where she's taking us. I'll let, yeah. I'll let her drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jemima, for joining us. Uh, we feel honored to have such an expert to kind of help guide us to this decision. Yeah. Oh, um, my gosh. Thank you. I'm going to put that on my LinkedIn, Bridge Expert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, we were so excited to be able to do this episode and kind of talk about her songs more in general as we try and go through um, – you know, figuring out favorites. But you guys can all find Jemima on Twitter. She's at Jemima Skelly. Um, do you have an Instagram or anything else you'd like to plug? A YouTube channel? Yeah, my Instagram is also Jemima Skelly. And my YouTube channel is Journey with Jemima. It's just um, travel videos that I'm doing this year while I'm sort of traveling around Europe and the US. Oh, such a dream. Yes, there's a delightfully uh, <laughs> honest video of your experience on the streets of New York, which oh, yeah. I, I get a vastly little bit enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's um, great. Yeah. Be- Before we go, can we see you? What Are you going to any of the lover shows, lover fests? Will anyone see you anywhere? Yes, I told myself. I told myself I wasn't going to go, but then all of a sudden I've got tickets to both East and West. So, <gasps> yeah. Um, oh, perfect. Are you guys going to be I'm going to be at East and West. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. See you at both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to East night one, so hopefully we can do a little reunion. And, uh, yes. And oh, my gosh. I would love really that. go through this. Yeah. But um, you can find us on social media. We're at Swiftish Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter, we're Swiftish Pod 13. Feel free to leave us an email at swiftishpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, we appreciate your any reviews you can give us on iTunes. Scroll all the way down and leave us a review. Sorry to anyone who doesn't think Cruel Summer deserves spot number one. Let us know what you think. Um, but until next time, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And thanks, Taylor, for bringing us to Bridge City. And Jemima. (laughs) Thanks for having me along for the ride.